I kind of liked it. I liked that there was a, a human touch to Kong, which, you know, like you said, is kind of a staple. That's the problem. See, they're making it for, for guys like you. It's just like, hmm, I like the human stuff. I like the human. Like no, no, no. No, hold on. Really, hold on people, a second. People, back, people need to relate to. They can't relate to these monsters. We need more back human it, stuff. No, back humans it relate hold, to humans. Let's put more in wait there. A bring second, me, bring wait me, bring wait me a pictures a of Spider-Man. Welcome, everyone, to the biggest giant monster spectacular episode of Button Smash! Yeah! Wow! Alright. Tonight, we're talking about giant monsters because Godzilla vs. Kong just hit theaters or an HBO Max near you. Uh, we got some news, but mostly we're talking about big monsters and also, because tonight we're recording on April 1st, we're talking about some of the best April Fool's Day stuff in gaming. Whether it was published by Electronic Gaming Monthly years ago when it was still a magazine. Might still be, I don't know, I don't read it anymore. Or somebody you knew told you about their uncle that worked at Nintendo. And this is totally <laughs> legit. Tonight, I'm TV's Casey, your ever gregarious host. And with me is... The Bad Coyote himself... Hey, welcome everybody. What's going on? What's going down? Welcome to Button Smash. You already know what it is when you click and you watch here. Welcome to the show. Yeah. We've also got Dot Chris. Rodan! <laughs> You're welcome. That's my best Rodan. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's what I do. And my brother in beardness, Jay's Mac. I'm Discount Solid Snake tonight, guys. Hi. <laughs> awesome love it a weapon yep. even stronger than metal gojira <laughs> gelatinous snake gelatinous snake yep yeah not quite like not liquid but not quite solid solidus <laughs> all right snake. let's fire it up let's get right into it dot chris hit me with some news all right so because it just can't stay out of the news ever. Uh, we got some cyberpunk updates. Like, always. There's always something. I don't understand it. We tr Like, whenever we're looking around for, like, what are we going to talk about? For some reason, cyberpunk always shows up. And maybe there'll be an off week, but don't worry. The week after that, we'll have some cyberpunk-ish. There you go. Anyways, uh, right now, uh, obviously, we talked about this game released. It was not very optimized. Um, so some of the, like a uh, PlayStation Xbox actually pulled it from their console stores, um, and until they get the patches worked out and they kind of get everything up to speed. Uh, so as of right now, apparently, uh, there's debate over whether they're actually going to end up rolling out the multiplayer updates. Um, and you know, it is a, maybe something that is either a delayed, uh, but a lot of folks are thinking they may just pull it all together. <laughs> because there's so many other problems like let's let's get you know the not needing some heavy server action connected um first before we start rolling that out to everyone um you know not wow. super surprising probably a good call in the long run yeah uh but that's fine 
Uh, and then also, apparently, it is also kind of almost ready for another uh, reevaluation to see if it can get back up on the console stores. Specifically, it seems like the, the PlayStation version is going to be the first one up. Um, and it's just about ready to resubmit and get back into Sony's hands and see if they're going to throw it back up for uh, folks to play. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, NZXT put out a um, like a cyberpunk-themed PC build that you could get. And, uh, of course, I had to take Twitter and ask them, does it run cyberpunk, though? Um, <laughs> and they were not amused. They're just like, uh, yeah, it does. And a lot of people were, you know, laughing at it and stuff like that. But you had some hardos that were like, oh, it's because it wasn't properly, you know, vetted through process. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, shut up. Shut up. Yes. I was it, like, it's a joke. Also, correct. They didn't. And they should have. Yeah. And yeah. that's why this joke is funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Went over their head. Hey, man, I mean... I know we've been we've been kind of crapping on this game, but like, it would be nice to see them turn things around and get and get it going. Like, no one wants uh, to yeah. see this be a failure in the end. Let's be honest. No, it's and it, and you know what? It's not, it's still a fun game, and it's it's an interesting story. I think I don't really know anymore. Um, no, <laughs> no, it is. It's it's an interesting story, and it's it is really fun to play. Um, I you know upgraded my PC significantly. Um, and I jumped in and the first thing I tried was like to bump this up to like ray tracing and I still couldn't, I was just like, all right, like, fuck this then. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, this is just the lost cause at this point. Like I'll come back in six or seven months and see if it's ready to play. Um, I was getting like 30 frames or something like that. So, you know, it had its troubles, um, and it, it'll be good at one point, but it's just, it's, it's the growing pains, I guess, with releasing a, a huge game. <laughs> I've been watching some people play it, and these updates are substantially making it better. Um, and for me, that's almost like I would love to play this game, but I want to play it, you know, fixed. Like yeah. my acceptability level for most games, especially big open world ones, is like Bethesda level of this is fucked, um, which is a lot. But Cyberpunk took it to a whole new level, and I, I really really want to sink my teeth into it when it's finally in an acceptable like we're proud of this order um grizzle twitch just came in and said that the latest update was 24.7 gigs oh, God. <laughs> yeah that's that's <laughs> that's a lot damn <laughs> uh yeah so We'll see what happens. Hopefully, there'll be some more updates on that pretty soon. It would be cool uh, to get some more, you know, well playable games on, especially on the next gen consoles. Uh, again, looking at you, PS Five, my cupboard's looking a little bare there. Give me some reasons <laughs> to play you. <laughs> Love it. Uh, also coming up in gaming news as well, um, No Man's Sky. So not too long ago, there was an update that allowed you to. Um, kind of like tame and ride creatures, which is really cool. Um, sounds great. Hello Games has done a great job of adding more content to No Man's Sky, but this past week they actually gave a, a, a little peek at what's coming next for No Man's Sky. In the next update, it's going to be called Expeditions, and what it is doing, it's actually based around you exploring the game with your friends, so also oh, awesome. other players. Um, so what happens is when you load this in, uh, you actually spawn on a planet with your friends in the same spot. So That's before cool. it it was kind of like haphazard where you could, you know, you could get invited into a game. You spawn on, on your friend's world um, and you just kind of walk around and, but you're still kind of doing your own thing for, for the most part, you're just doing your own thing with your friend there as well. And this is made for, to have activities and things that um, 
require you that kind of allow you to move along these objectives with a group of people that's which that's awesome because that's the reason why like i played this game for a while you know i told you guys i got stuck in that like little loop where i was trying to get one of the best like uh cargo ships or whatever so i kind of ruined it for me for a little bit but the reason why i was doing that is because the game's a little lonely feeling at, at least i feel that way you know yeah. where like if you can't play it in multiplayer you don't have like a group of people to do the same things or jump in a ship together and go somewhere so this is cool i like this i like this idea Again, Hello Games, another like rags to riches type of, of game. Really rocky launch, but it is it is at this point like far cool. surpassed um, yeah. what they had promised at launch, which is great. Um, I'm actually going to throw one more news story in that I didn't put on the notes. This is for you, Jay. It turns out that Rust mm. is going to be coming to consoles yeah. on the 21st. Yeah, they have an actual release date now, which is really exciting to get more exposure to people that maybe only have a console to play this game. Um, maybe I should tell my nephew to start playing it and then he'll turn into an absolute monster of a human. Um, <laughs> can't wait. He's a sweet kid right now. You know, I can't wait for him to be an asshole. One day. Um, and we'll have Rust to thank for that. For, but, for his um, birthday, you give him Rust and also a large rock. Oh, his birthday's coming up. I, I, yeah, I know. Right. And then I should <laughs> then I should just beat him with it and then just be like, <laughs> noob. Brother um, against brother, uncle against nephew. <laughs> But yeah, um, they're also they're getting the HDRP, uh, which is like the the high dynamic range pipeline uh, added in to Ooh. the PC version. So they they did an update probably like six or seven months ago that made the game look spectacular from what it was. The game already looked good, right? Like you're talking like Red Dead Two type graphics almost um, for the for the you know world that you're in. Then they updated it and they gave you like actual sunsets that gave you like real like god rays and stuff like that uh the game looked really good and i'm like oh this is awesome i just saw an update uh from this guy named shadow frax a youtuber who does like all the updates like the upcoming stuff for rust this is gonna look so much better like all like the the ground if it's raining like actually will have what like you know reflections on it like they're actually gonna use ray tracing in this game now and it's gonna look wild um it's not going to come for like another month or two. Uh, they just did force wipe today. So we're talking probably next month. They'll have it out. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Can't wait. Thanks for being our local rust correspondent. By the, way. <laughs> <laughs> the latest in rust news. It's true. <laughs> Always. Uh, and Jay, I'm going to throw it to you for the next story. What's going on with this police bust in China? Oh my God. The world's largest cheating ring um and i'm not talking about that ashley madison stuff that happened or whatever it was you know from five years ago i'm talking about the police busts uh in an operation called operation chicken wing or something like that um which with, i thought was really funny with a name like that you know it's chicken serious drumstick. yeah yeah um and so <laughs> they basically they busted this you know this huge ring of cheaters that were selling cheats the people for cod for um uh, Overwatch, you know, everything like PUBG, Fortnite, uh, Rust, even they got them with um, like a $76 million in illegal revenue or something like that. Like they caught them with that. They caught them with a bunch of Lamborghinis, like super expensive cars. Um, I didn't know that this was a thing that could happen. I thought it was just like some kid who like made it and you know what I mean? Like posted it out there. Yeah, I'll sell it to you for a couple hundred bucks. No, these are like crime bosses that are selling cheats to video games and it's kind of cool like i obviously i hate when people cheat in games it's super frustrating it takes away from the game um but the idea that 
video games now have like crime involved in the back end of things like this. <laughs> it's kind of like that future sci-fi bullshit. You know what I mean? That you're like, wow, like this can actually be a thing where people, you know, dump their livelihood and like they leave like a, a normal life and they go to a life of crime for now. It's really, it's kind of funny to me. When are, it's when digital are we, crime becoming real crime. When are we going to yeah. get like the digital leg breakers? Like somebody comes to your house and it's like, <laughs> so the your credit muscle, your credit card declined, and uh, you know that real cash money for Bells and Animal Crossing ain't going to pay for itself. Yeah, we're, gonna we're have taking to it out that. of your hide. Yeah, so, like what do they do? Do they come by and just cut your Ethernet cord or like what? Like, <laughs> I, so what you're saying is Comcast is going to start doing shakedowns? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they've been doing that they've forever, actually been dude. doing that yeah um uh, but yeah it, it's it's absolutely wild um i'm glad to see you know i think tencent games are the ones who were like big into that because it's the, one of the big or it's the biggest video game company over in china which is kind of funny yeah it was actually a uh a kind of joint effort between the the uh the chinese police and and tencent like they mm-hmm. helped on this crackdown which is pre- which is pretty cool considering you know Tencent some of the games you know they're just taking all of your data that's a thing but um yeah this feels like all right they're tipping the the morality tables a little bit in the other direction um that's fine they you know people have fun playing their games it's great uh and these so these guys that got busted as well it was actually a uh a subscription service that they were offering as well between ten dollars a day and up to two hundred dollars a month uh, which is wow crazy so um yeah that's I mean that's like that's a freaking hustle, like immoral. Oh, big time. But just a freaking hustle. Cheat at video games? Yeah, dude. There's so many people that cheat in Rust. It's like it's disgusting. Like you'll be playing and you see some kid just running along and you're like, oh, like they're running above you with like fly hacks and stuff and you're like, okay. <laughs> but how would see? Here's my question: How would that cater to a subscription model? Like once I, don't know. I feel like once you Mods? have the cheat, you have the cheat, right? Yeah, but have access to those mods. So, like, um, if you think of, like, in audio production, a lot of uh, most producers have access to something called iLock, um, and what it is is it's a, um, it's a way to capture the licenses of your um, of the software that you're using, the different audio plugins, and some of these these as well are, um, they are subscription based. So your license will eventually run out if you don't re up and then you can no longer have access to that plugin. And my guess is this probably works the same way you install a mod on your computer, but it only works as long as your, your license, or in this case, probably your subscription is active. Um, so definitely possible. Um, kind of crazy. Um, but I mean, it's as people that like games, uh, we hate cheaters. So like just, play the game the way it's supposed to be played yeah. or like, you know, use tools inside the game to do so. Don't, uh, especially in these multiplayer games. That's, that's just, yeah. If, I mean, if you want to yeah. cheat in a one player game, don't let us stop you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The only person you have to blame and live with yourself is you, but don't ruin the game for somebody else. Yeah. Come on. That's unfortunately where the, where the sweet spot is now though. Right. Like nobody cares about those RPGs that you can, give yourself infinite health or whatever yeah um it's it's all about getting the advantage and you know dunking on some noobs if you would um even though you're not actually playing the game listen i want to play the sims and i want to have unlimited money <laughs> i don't want to have to wait until i go to my Rose job and get more Rose rosebud semicolon colon semicolon colon you know right? it you know it is nailed yeah. it that ruins the game that ruins the game for you 
I, I did that when I was a kid and I was just like, okay, this sucks. Like this would be the equivalent of me winning a billion dollars. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't know what to do myself anymore. I'd be like, all right, I'll just unsubscribe to life. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's terrible. Um, but yeah, no, like you're just bored at that point. I think, um, it's true. At the end of the day, you cheated the game, but you also cheated yourself. You didn't grow. You didn't improve. You took a yeah. shortcut and gained nothing. You experienced a hollow victory. Nothing risked. Nothing gained. And it's sad that you don't know the difference. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was great. <laughs> the end. The end. Moving on. Fellas, do you enjoy two large things punching each other up with the destruction of a city in its wake. Sometimes. Mm. Sometimes. Yeah, Every once in a while, I'm, I'm all a little, for it. A little, little bit. Okay. Little bit. All right. Because for little, me, little. the answer is all the time. <laughs> I will never turn down an opportunity to watch giant monsters, giant robots, giant anything punching each other to smithereens for my entertainment. I will even take some very, very poorly made movies to that exact effect because I love the genre so much. Now we, some of us, not all of us, Chris have watched Godzilla versus Kong. It's true. And I thought it was the bomb.com, but also I went in with zero expectations other than I'm certain this movie will at least be as good as Godzilla King of the monsters, which came out like two years ago. Mm -hmm. Now, first of all, what did you think? Are you looking forward to more? And I will transition this into a wonderful little walk down memory lane. Well, first, let's. I want to hear your thoughts since you really liked it. Well, I can tell you one thing: it was not as good as King of the Monsters, but this movie knows exactly what it is, and it is not afraid to be absolutely bug fuck insane. <laughs> um, not so. The main crux of the story is we thought Godzilla was a friend to humanity now that he's the he's the king of the monster. He's, he's the he's apex predator. He's the top of the food chain. He's the big dog uh, as of the last movie. But now he's blowing up cities and he's mostly targeting cities where this place called Apex Technologies is working and nobody really knows why. But eventually, uh Humanity gets to the point where they're like, maybe we shouldn't take his shit anymore. And also, our corporate overlords and this very Elon Musk-looking fella is breathing down our necks to sort of take care of this problem. Or, or maybe he'll take care of it himself. It's really unclear. Either way, I'm not really watching this for the humans. What I am watching this for is we get to see Kong again for the first time since Skull Island. And he is a big boy now. Mm. He's very big. In fact, very, is he bigger big. than Skull Island? I mean, he's not bigger than the island, but he's bigger. No, no, than no he... but he's bigger than he was in Skull. <laughs> he was definitely he grew big... up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he's right. like a baby in that movie. Like people were like, "Oh, yeah. he's an adolescent. He's a toddler." It's like, no, he's a baby. He's a little baboo. <laughs> um, <laughs> this movie even opens up with like really showing how smart he is because you think, "Oh, like we have this walking radioactive lizard, like nuclear disaster versus monkey." Yeah. And how will Big Monkey beat giant nuclear lizard? And the answer is okay. he's super smart. He knows sign language. He can he somehow discovered by throwing a big honking tree uh that Monarch built like this like fake bubble around Which his entire beautiful. island. 
Yeah. Inside. I was like, oh, I would live there. I would, I would, I'd want to live in the bubbles. He, cool he wakes bubbles. up in like in a waterfall. You know what I mean? He's yeah. Like, oh, like scratching his ass and stuff Kong, like that. Kong is, Kong's like any one of us. He gets up, takes a shower, goes about his day, has breakfast, disco- get the op- discovers he's living in a simulation. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, the classics. Yep. Uh, but they find that Kong is living on an island that can really no longer sustain him because he's a very large boy. So things plot along and they eventually find that uh, the Earth is hollow. Congratulations to all you conspiracy theorists out there. Uh, this movie flat. finally confirmed it. Yeah, it's it's empty. Once you get past the crust and get towards the mantle, there's a whole world in there like Scar Terrace from DC Comics and, you know, Aquaman. They did it in Aquaman, too. Remember when they did it in Aquaman and Michelle Pfeiffer's there and she's living in the... All right, anyway. So there's a whole, like, other Earth with weird gravity and monsters and all kinds of resources. And apparently, you know, we're like, hey, Kong, maybe your family was here. And it turns out they were absolutely right, which is a super contrived coincidence. But whatever. We've just taken this giant monkey who used to live on an island to the center of the Earth where, you know, there's like a habitable other planet inside. Go figure. Anyway, he finds evidence that his people, the Kongs, and Godzilla's people had been at war generations ago, and Kong's people were cool enough to not only rip a dorsal fin out of one of Godzilla's people, but make it into a battle axe that can absorb radiation. Oh, I didn't catch that part. I, I, oh, yeah. I, I just like I was just watching it up until we had to jump in the Zoom call, by the way. Uh, or, or you and didn't finish it? I didn't finish it yet. Um, uh, then let me. That's spare, okay. Let me, okay. He knows the okay. name let of me, the movie. Let me he spare. Let me spare you from some spoilers at the end. Then no, um, no, it's be, you can spoil. It's fine. But I just I stopped. Well, let's right not spoil the ripped. whole thing for the people. Yeah, let's not let's okay. not do it okay, for the fine. people or Chris, who definitely also has not seen this movie. Yeah, definitely. Let's not spoil a movie called Godzilla versus King Kong. Like yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. Listen, this is yeah, I know. Well, that's why I don't care. This is like this some kind of big mystery spoiler. This is this big monkey dose smashy and spicy lizard. That's it. Spicy lizard. We love it. I stopped right where he ripped off the head of one of those like gigantic um like pterodactyl the like on a wingsuit thing skull crawler he just guys drank its blood oh I was yeah like, oh my god i go all right i gotta get into the call right now that's <laughs> well <laughs> here he was we thirsty are. yeah yeah he was he was he was in salt water for a long time so it takes a lot but look they you get two kong versus godzilla fights you get a definitive answer of who wins and who is the king of the monsters and also you get my favorite monster showing up at the end and i'm not going to tell you who it is but there's lots of Mothra? surprises in this movie. No, it's not Mothra. It ain't Mothra. It's King Ghidorah. There wasn't a single thing that this movie didn't deliver on that was promised. And they even give you a little bit of a little nice surprise at the end. So I was very satisfied. I'd give it a solid 7 out of 10. Um, cool. I'd sooner rewatch it more than I would the Snyder Cut. I'll give you that. <laughs> Let's go nice. there. I, Let's just go jab there. that right in. Huh? Listen. Okay. Twist oh, that knife. Man. Just twist it. Oh, God. Oh, man. All those static cre- Like, that TV's Casey? Bomb <laughs> Review Bomb Casey? <laughs> I, listen, honestly, how rewatchable is a four-hour movie? Stop it. Not I mean, all. to a Snyder crazy, they're probably going to be like, I'm going to watch it all the time until the end of time, you know, until, nah. until WB comes back and they mm-hmm. make it love a movie. You know what's funny is I can say, oh, it's like completely unwatchable, four-hour movie, that's ridiculous. I can watch the same anime 500 times, <laughs> right? And like, I'd be perfectly fine with that. So, 
But it's not. I would see, say- you can stop any time. See, this film, you'd leave it unfinished. You can you can cap it off at an episode at least. So. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Serge, what do you think? Uh, what do you think of of the movie? Oh man! So this movie, this movie was was called Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, I thought I thought there was there was a heavy like I'm a Godzilla guy, right? I, I thought there was a heavy bias towards Kong. Like he was actually a character in this movie. This like, Con- like, this yeah. Kong's like, movie, baby. It it, re- it really is, and I'm I'm wondering if they're doing it because they want to make more. Kong. Like is the next movie another Kong movie? Because you know they're going to make more. Like this is a whole series of movies, right? We we had the the Godzilla in 2014. We had skull island uh they have this they have king of the monsters you have this one and they're definitely gonna make more it's supposed to be like a long uh running series i mean they know they can milk these kaiju stories and they'll yeah. make money around the world i mean before this even released uh in the west in in the u.s it was doing gangbusters in china in china oh, yeah. it was doing a it was doing a lot in china so they didn't even need us to they didn't even need us to watch it to be honest and it's like oh yeah you guys can yeah you guys can have it whatever the <laughs> you guys want to do we'll, we'll, um, we'll throw you a bone with this one it's all about the group project mentality when you're in school right there is the group project everybody was in a group project you all had to do quote-unquote equal share to make this group project get your like get everybody a good grade right you're in charge of this you're in charge of that you guys either decide amongst yourselves or your professor or teacher decides what, what you guys are going to do everybody comes together now if you look at a movie as a group project i think in this group project the cg and the the animators I think they carried the group project. Holy crap! Khan mm-hmm. looked amazing. He looked. Uh, if, if you compare it, compare him human. to yeah, yeah, dude, like yeah, monkey. His monkey. Eyes, <laughs> when he first he had soft Godzilla. little, the soft little eyes. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder. I wonder if they got like Andy Circus to mocap or something like that. But you really, you really <laughs> felt for him. Right? <laughs> no, so well, seriously. Like he, he was. Well, he did the mocap for the, uh, the the Peter Jackson one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. he's already and, done and, it, man. And, yeah, and for the Planet of the Apes movies. And for yeah. Planet so, of the Apes uh, movies. So yeah. I wonder if he did it here, too, because like, you really feel the emotion from Kong, and, and we, we got to see like an arc for him here, which is interesting. And and Godzilla is always a force of nature, of course, So, but I, I kind of wanted to see a little bit more more of Godzilla. But I think the CG crew and and uh, and the production crew, they, they really held together this group project because the writing team, I think the, the writing team was like the jocks who were like, ah, I don't know, I'm just going to come in and show up. Ah, you guys can do the yeah. group project, right? You guys are good, right? You guys are good? I'm going to go have a beer. You guys are good because, <laughs> I mean, it, I mean it, you, you have to turn turn your brain off of this movie, obviously. This is not a movie where you can like like critically critique it, but at the same time, there's sometimes where it just gets too dumb. You're just like, oh, come on! I'm not like, like I, I liked watching Pacific Rim because it was big, dumb, robotic fun, but yeah. at least then, at least in that movie, if they give us exposition, it's about the kaijus. It's about yep. stuff that we care about. It's about it's expanded on the universe. And when there was exposition dumps in the first Pacific Rim, I didn't mind it because it was about the kaijus. It's about the robots. It's about they gave the cool you stuff. enough to make it make yeah. it almost sense. It was fine. <laughs> make exactly. it make sense. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and also there was a good balance of of people and kaiju robot action fun in that. And I think what all these movies suffer for, and I think WB is a big part of this because how do you have different directors, different production crews, but you still have a lot of human BS, a lot of vanilla bullshit, as we, as we call it. You know, uh, I, I found that it was still a lot of human BS, a lot of gobbledygook, a lot of like, there were times where I was bored. I was like, can we move this along, please? Let me get to you know the two the two main characters fighting. I don't need like, you know, one hour long Transformer movie where they're, they're you know, transforming and exploding and you got like Michael Bay explosions and stuff like that. But I mean, at least in Pacific Rim, like they gave you like a good enough like story and a good enough like uh, right. uh, expression of characters, like by showing you the actual robots and showing you the kaijus. Here, the humans are just 
just like blah 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 blah. This evil organization, this organization. Here's Millie Bobby Brown and this really annoying kid yeah, from Deadpool. Yeah. Do you remember these um, characters from the last movie? Yeah, yeah, they're bad. It's just I- like. And, and, and they, they totally hollowly just like put Millie Bobby Brown because like, you know, she, she was hot at the time, you know, it's just like she's doing the, the, the Stranger Things thing. So she's like like the girl, right? Like put her in all the stuff, make it sort of 80s and you're good because she's hot and everything. All right. You can get her. All right. She's a ticket. Like get 80s lighting, get 80s music. There's even a part where where her little friend um, came to pick her up. It's like, hey, there's like my family's van or whatever the, whatever the hell. Let's go check out, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, I'm going to steal this van. Some stuff going on with King Kong. Let's go. And they started playing like 80s, like synthy music. I'm like, okay, I see. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Browns on screen. I got you. Very, very committed to their gimmick. You got to give them credit. Really? Yeah. And when they kept cutting to that eccentric podcasting, like nerdy dude, I'm like, what is this? What, what, what is this? Come on. So this eccentric podcasty type, like type of dude is just like, oh, like kind of like a, like a very like low tier, like Alex Jones, except that he's talking about like the monsters and Monarch and Apex, you know, the, the evil corporation, like, like 101, like Costco, uh, aisle six, pick up evil corporation, put it in your movie (laughs) box. You know what I mean? It's like, mm, we need an evil corporation. I don't know, Apex, and let's make like a, like a fake commercial video where they're just like, hmm, we are evil corp, uh, whatever. We do a bunch of robotics and nanosystems and engineering for your world. I'm like, <laughs> okay, whatever, dude. Yeah. Um, but I, what I really did like was I would I liked that there was an aspect of this movie where it seemed like they're making it into a ride, which I kind of I kind of oh, with the, the there's ships, a lot of moments where it's just ships. like Godzilla vs King Kong. They're, yep, yep. We have these immensely like far on futuristic cyberpunk uh, Blade Runner like ships and technology. And they're using it to go inside of the Earth to break through yeah. these dimensional portals. They're using it to get really close to Kong and Godzilla during the fight, which I thought they had some real. Again, if this is a group project, the CG and production team are in there. <laughs> when I mean, they're when they're swooping around the skyscrapers, like going right under Kong's oh chin. God. I'm, I'm like, like am I so Universal Studios? Like, what happened? Yeah, yeah. I was just <laughs> like, I was like, is, it, is this a gigantic advertisement for a ride that's coming up? Visit Universal Studios Japan, Universal Studios uh, Orlando, Florida, California for the Godzilla vs King Kong ride, and then like. And then you just cut to that part where they're flying like in between like like Kong and narrowly missing Godzilla, like going like through their mouths and everything. And I'm like, what is this? It's a commercial for the ride. I love it. So it sounds <laughs> like like now? Uh, tra- so like there's a reason that like Transformers Four Extinction like didn't work at all. Like obviously there were issues with some of the other ones, but like that one was blaringly having issues. Versus again like Pacific Rim. Like so like Transformers Four, it felt like the uh, again the CG team made these amazing like f- robot fights, and then after they f- shot after they like created that, they decided to go in afterwards and add the story of Mark Wahlberg talking between the fights and they had to try to justify it uh, yep. to make it make sense versus Pacific Rim. It was, we're going to give you a bunch of exposition and we're going to get that out of the way so we can just have friggin' massive things fighting other massive things and that works. And so you really have to have that balance to know. And I think, you know, like King of Monsters also suffered from a similar thing where it yes. was like, we feel like we're going to like, they made the what's going on on the ground 
just as, if not more important, than the things fighting other things. I dislike that so very much. They're just yeah, talking no, no, King no. of Monsters where, where where Godzilla and King Ghidorah, King Ghidorah, first meet each other, and the roaring and stuff, and then they cut back down to the humans on the ground that are right there. They would die. Uh, and then they, and then <laughs> they, 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 pan, they pan back up to, to Ghidorah, lightning strikes that are going on, and then they start charging at each other. They they molly each other for, for like a few seconds, and then they pan back down to the humans that are still right there. And I'm like, what? what is happening? You do, no, get to see most- you do get to see some of them get liquefied um, by Ghidorah's yes. gravity beams, which would happen. Yeah, but, so. oh, man, I, I think it's WB who's just like, listen, we need – it's very expensive what we're doing here. We need some more human BS, so we need to weave some – uh, subplots that people don't care about Emily Bobby Brown yeah. with, with this other guy with this other person with that person with this person and then go back to the monsters you do get a lot of good monster fights okay I'm, maybe not a lot is a good word you do get a lot of good when they show it they actually show it unlike Gareth Edwards like 2014 one where yeah. they cut from Godzilla which was really stupid uh, but uh, yeah the, the, the human parts really suffer in this I don't I don't know who at WB is just like we need more of the hu- put them more in the movie. I we think need to it's see subplots I, which is unfortunate. Subplots. Yeah, it, it's unfortunate because WB has such good IPs, right? Like they have, yeah. like they have my favorite like characters out of any of these huge conglomerates. Like, and they decide to just like break shit when they when they do like a live action movie all the time. Yeah, you know their animated stuff is always awesome. By the way, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it's it's, 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 it's their it's, live it's, action it's, stuff that they're just like, oh, we know what you want. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, no, it, and it's and it's and it's that the animated stuff is always on point, and uh, and just just wrap up my little uh, my little thing here. I <laughs> it's it's like the CEO of Who Cares is like <sighs> also stationed at WB because yeah. you have the, this plot device, and you see in the trailer of this little girl who talks to Kong, and th- and that that kind of does have a history in the Kong movies where you have a human, but but again, it's a different time, different age. Like CEO of Who Cares, right? And, and this little girl, uh, she is a part of uh, Skull Island. And, like, you know, when the Titans, like, like, came back up from the Earth to Skull Island, like, all everybody was wiped except for her. So now we have this little girl who's in here. And her plot device is just to speak to Kong and, like, drive him to do certain things. And, and it's just so unnecessary because you can take out those beats and it's still the same movie. She does a great so job, though. Ha- I mean, does she for... I, I think I mean, for, a kid, she- for a kid with literally no other acting experience... Yeah. I think it's pretty good. It's also kind of nice to see deaf representation in movies. You don't really get sure. to, too much of that. I don't know. I just it didn't it didn't bother me. I I kind of liked it. I liked that there was a a human touch to Kong, which you know, like you said, is kind of a staple. That's the problem. See, they're making it for for guys like you who's just like, hmm, I like the human stuff. I like the human no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on a second. People back, pe- people need to relate to. They can't relate to these monsters. Back in, no, humans back stuff. it up. Humans hold, relate to humans. Let's wait go a second. There. Bring me, wait bring me, a bring me second. pictures of Spider Man. Hold on. With Kong, I feel like tempo. there needs to be a human element. With Godzilla, absolutely not. Um, I mean, there are human elements in the Godzilla you, movies. Yes, there are, but the I don't. Day. I don't. I don't. There's a difference between what I feel is tradition versus what I feel is sort of an integral part of the character. I don't feel. I feel the only movie that I really feel like the humans are most important in Godzilla is in the one from the fifties, because that's it's him versus humanity. Um, he doesn't fight another giant monster in that movie, so it makes sense that the struggle is with human beings. Um, all the other ones he fights like a giant monster, and it's like, oh, what about Mechagodzilla? Like, he's built by humans, and it's like, well, you know, no, the first time Mechagodzilla showed up, it was by aliens. So, like, you could still have him fight giant robots that are, you know, made, but you don't actually have to show people. I don't know. 
I don't know. What, you don't like the uh, twins, like the Mothra twins? Like, the Mothra, you don't think they like add something else to Like, it's fine, but, uh, like, I, I feel or, like... Or, or all the, the researchers who feel for, for, for Godzilla, so when the Japanese military try to go after him, they're like, no, 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 stop. Like, where do you think the whole, like, like, like let them fight thing came from? There was I, a whole history of, like, humans really, yeah, like, and feeling I'm, for Godzilla I'm not, and acknowledging him as, 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 as the protector. I'm not denying that, but I'm I'm also, yeah. like, I'm like, I'm fine with the movie, like, um... Godzilla giant monsters all out attack, which is it's him versus Baragon and King Ghidorah. But they're like, they yeah. each represent like a facet of, of like, or like ones like an earth protector. And, you know, Godzilla is housing the souls of like all the dead Japanese who died in world war two. Like that, that movie's fucking weird, but like, but you don't really have to have like that connection where there's like individual humans walking around and at risk because it's like, this Godzilla yeah, just made my point for me. Thank you. No, but King you Kong. But it's right. Kong but that King, needs it. It's Kong that needs it. He's always been so like Does every he? version of Kong pretty much has always had him have a connection with someone. Like that is his. That's his thing. Think about you know him on on top of the friggin' Empire like state building. Uh, with the woman that he has a, you know, in every iteration, this has basically happened yeah. that he has had a connection with, and that is like his like that's his uh, his undoing is people not understanding and him not understanding what this this world is yeah and so i i do understand that kong does need that human connection because he in these cases they you want him to, you want to be they want you to be able to empathize with kong um versus empathizing with godzilla is less important because of what he represents is not humanity in most cases Right, yeah, I understand the, na- the nature of, like, Kong and people, and I said that earlier, because, like, I'm a huge f- fan of these films, I've been watching them since I was a kid, but I think they did a good job already of like, of giving us the, of giving us kind of a view of uh, empathy with Kong, with, with his acting, right? So, whenever the little girl's, like, doing sign language and bullshit to him, and he's, like, doing it back, and they're just like, okay, so so one one minor thing in the movie, I mean, like, fuck this movie, this is a spoiler, uh, like... <laughs> Like, like Kong knows how to communicate to people because you know you th- he's a big he's a big gorilla, a big ape. He's really intelligent, and the people are surprised. At, they were surprised at how intelligent he is, and I'm just like, like he's he's clearly conveying emotion, you know, at each each like moment of this movie. Like when when he's shackled, like when they're bringing him over. You see this in the trailer. Uh, even when he's he's fighting like Godzilla, like you kind of like like feel for him, and they make me they make they make you feel for him a lot. And as a Godzilla fan, I'm just like, hey, hey, I want to see movie. this guy get his ass kicked. Yeah, he had his movie. Well, what is all this? His character development for for Kong. What's what's going on here? A lot of Kong bias, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think they already did a good job with like conveying his emotion and conveying his actions through his quote unquote acting and like, like having like people in there all the time. I don't know. And you have all these like weird, weird subplots that were unnecessary. You're saying very, he did a good job of standing Kong. The character stood on his own well enough that you don't think it was necessary for the the human interpretation. Yeah, I think the human interpretation, because, right. like, there's a lot of explaining to the audience in this movie. And, again, I think this is, like, WB doing this. Like, like characters will literally explain things twice or almost staring at the camera and saying something. And it's so <laughs> Like The Office? Yeah, exa- yeah exactly. <laughs> like, like there's, like, you know, in, in the trailer, you know, where you see, uh, like... Kong on the uh, on the, the gigantic uh, cargo ship, and you see Godzilla like like coming at him. Uh, in in the movie, they, they kind of expand on it, obviously, but the, they kind of expand on it. So so Kong's be being transported uh, for reasons, 
Um, he watched the movie for reasons. And then uh, there was like a large like you know vibration in the water. Everyone's like feeling it. I think someone sees like his uh, one of his like back scales with water. And this girl, <laughs> the little girl, puts her hand on the ship, and she does sign language. And the vibrations are getting louder and louder. And she does sign language. And this this guy's like, "What's she saying?" And then this lady interprets it like, "It's Godzilla." It's like, "Yeah, no shit." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but like, but there's like a that. lot of that in the movie where they literally tell you things yeah. that are happening. It's like they want to tell you and show you, but also not show you and tell you. Like there's a like a huge part of like the Middle Earth story, which I would love for them to have expanded on, but they didn't. Instead, we got a lot more human stuff and their BS. Like yeah. we know a backstory about some guy's like dead wife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, dude, we're spending time with this guy talking about his dead wife. Well, you can't. And there's Kong, there's Kong and Godzilla in this movie. Are you kidding me? Who's <laughs> who's writing this? The CEO of who cares? Was in who charge asked? of this thing. Yeah. Oh man. So I would say it's better than than King of the Monsters. Oh wow. Okay. I guess that's all. We, that's that's the real take that we were looking for. Yeah. And it's also. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I would say it's better than King of the Monsters, but there's right. there's still a lot of human BS that like they they need, but, really need to cut out. But you don't they, understand. Really King of the Monsters had Fenway Park. <laughs> Friggin' <laughs> kaiju kid, kaiju fights True. in Boston. Boston, we're nuking it up oh, in man. Fenway. Yeah, listen, Tom Brady was an, another a titan that they cut out of the movie. <laughs> True. Anyways, with that, uh, why don't we take a break and we come back? We'll talk about uh, kaiju in gaming. Now, fellas, we love a giant monster movie. We've seen a ton of them. We saw the most recent one. What I want to know is how invested are you? in giant monsters in your video games. And when was the first time you realized having a giant monster in a video game is a great thing? Because me, I was seven years old. I was coming out of a keto class. Yes, Akito. And I saw a King of the Monsters arcade machine. Now, have you played this game? Do you remember this one? I, I don't. Have not. It's that mm -hmm. sort of diagonal style, not quite isometric. Um like beat em up style game and uh there was just something so entrancing about it probably because i wasn't tall enough to play it at the time which <laughs> you know what can you do still a problem wearing, wearing your wearing your white belt and sandals yeah but uh <laughs> there i don't listen i don't know i i i couldn't even tell you what game this year was made because i'm sure that it's way older than 1997 but it's just watching the attract mode of this game. You see giant monster fight giant monster. Every time you take a step over this tiny little Sim City, like everything blows up with smoke. And oh, cool. it's just it's really, really great. And you can just run around the entire city beating up your buddy next to you. Um, and it's got all your classics. Like it's got like the Mazer tanks and stuff that roll in from time to time. It's got power meter. It's got super moves like it was just all around really neat. Oh, this looks familiar. Yeah, I'm looking. I, at I it think everybody screen, has yeah. seen this at some point, but like they yeah. got like a like a knockoff ripoff version of like every Godzilla monster that's been. Um, it was just really cool, and I'm like, I want to see more of this. I want to, you know. And sure enough, next year the infamous Godzilla movie with Matthew Broderick came out, which really <laughs> set me on a path of like, there's got to be something better than this. There's gotta. <laughs> Oh, in yeah. 1998? No, that was the literally the greatest thing I'd ever seen. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Look, it had a giant monster and all of the elements that I liked from Jurassic Park, The Lost World, that one little weird section when they're in the stadium and the little Godzilla's running yeah, around. Yeah, the little babies. Little babies. And then, you know what? 
right back to the head on show. It was mm. great. In 1998, that was amazing. Yeah. In 2021, it's... it is terrible. One of the few movies <laughs> not validated by nostalgia, I'll tell no, you. No, um, no. But yeah, it grew. For me, it grew into a lifelong addiction to giant monster video games. Playing Rampage World Tour on Nintendo 64 um, was probably the peak for me. Uh, Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee, the first actual Godzilla game I ever played. Um, and the other ones that followed, like Save the Earth and the 2014 one. But, oh man, I want to hear from you guys. I think the first exposure that I had to like any sort of kaiju media was, you know, Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ooh, wow, really good one. Like, good one. Yeah, like you think of, you know, the Megazord, stuff like that. You think of all of, of Rita, um, like her, you know, uh, Goldar. Goldar? Yeah, right? Goldar. Goldar, yeah. I forget. Yeah. Um, like sending like the spear down to make him large and stuff like that. Like that was the first time I was like, make oh, my monster grow. I was, an, <laughs> I was an idiot as a child. <laughs> like, wow, what did they do? Um, yeah. And then I think, you know, I think it's the classic rampage for me um, seeing that um, and playing that because it was next to the Simpsons arcade oh, game in my local legendary. Arcade. And that was always filled up. Right. And you had to really like punch some people in the nuts to get to that game. <laughs> you know what I mean? To get that game freed up. Uh, yeah. But the game that was available was rampage. So I was like, okay, I'll play this. And like, we were just running up and smashing through some windows and, you know, grabbing people and grabbing their food out of their kitchen yeah. and stuff. It was awesome. Um, and then I, I, I had like a drought of like Kaiju, like, uh, care. Let's call it kaiju care. It sounds like kaiju, a big kaiju care. It sounds like it's like um, apple care, but with kaiju's. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like I don't know. Like I just like nothing interested me. You know what I mean? And I think that was the time of like the the 1998 Godzilla and stuff like that. So um, it wasn't really a a fine time for it to you know be in the media. But um, it came back with Pacific Rim for sure. Big time. Yeah, I would say mine probably is um, obviously you know again. I was of that age with the 98 Godzilla um, as far as like seeing something for the first time that was like, yeah, okay, I'll get behind this. Um, but as far as like a Kaiju game, yeah. Rampage world Ooh. tour. Uh, although I played it on uh, PlayStation. <gasps> um, I went over uh, a friend of mine had it and uh, we just went to town smashing the crap out of buildings and turning people into chicken and eating it. And it was great. Punching aliens, yeah. eating know, radioactive I waste. I yes. just remembered the actual movie that got me back into the the big monster spectacular. By the way, sorry, real quick. Tom Green, when he had his second TV show on MTV, not the Tom Green show, you know, the original dumb one where he's going out in public, the one where he had a talk show. Yep. Um, he had Big Monster Spectacular Friday, which was a really funny segment every Friday that he would just show like a really big animal. It wouldn't be like an actual kaiju or anything like that. I just had to bring that oh, up. Who's the dude People in the suit? Forget. Yeah, I think so. I think you want so. to talk about so, it. Don't want to see the... I was going to go and see the Aquabats whenever every show yeah, uh, they have yeah. someone come out in a costume. Saw them, of course, in hometown of Boston, and um, the guy came out in a lobster costume, and then they fought <laughs> him, and it was great. Yeah, That's <laughs> awesome. I used to watch so, a whole wrestling league called Kaiju Big Patel every morning before oh, nice. I woke up for school, where it would just be you know, professional wrestling, but guys in giant monster outfits. That's awesome. Yeah. I uh, Cloverfield was actually the first thing that got me Oh, yeah, dude. Like, Ooh. Right? Good. Like, that was... Cause that was like that first, like that obviously it was shot like handheld style. Right. And it was shot first person. Um, yeah. but it was one of those things where it was JJ just Abrams. like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was one of those things like you're like, you kind of are taken aback by like how gigantic this monster is. And it's just tearing shit up in Manhattan. 
And I'm like, wow, this is awesome to watch. Like, obviously, you don't want to see that happen. But it was an awesome movie. Uh, and th I think that's what got me back into it. And that's why I think I watched Pacific Rim uh, without any sort of, like, friction. Right? I was just like, yeah, let's just watch it all in. Yeah. Awesome. Serge, what about you? What, what, uh, lay us down with your big monster video game experience. Oh, big monsters. Gaius, as they call them. Uh, I would say my, my first exposure was, was definitely Power Rangers. Jay took mine. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, when I was a young warthog, um, yeah, but Power Rangers was was life. It was it was everything. Like you get home from school, you know, like you you watch Power Rangers. And in my playground, if you didn't watch Power Rangers, you weren't cool. You know what I mean? And there were like one or two kids who like weren't allowed to watch Power Rangers because it gets me violence. That was oh, me. really? Oh. No yeah. way! Oh, yeah. Damn. Oh no, was it because of the of the violence? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh wow, that yeah. there were no Power Rangers, no Ninja Turtles in my household. No, no Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles no Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Come on, at least that's animated, dude. What? Yep. yep. But later in, you know, I was late coming to that. Eventually, are you in therapy up. now? <laughs> uh, you know it. That's what I'm like. I keep having these dreams where I have a helmet on and then I fight a giant. Wait, wait. So, so Ninja Turtles like same reasoning because the violence. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yep. Wait. So, what, what were you allowed to watch? Uh, this is oh a God, deep dive what? into Chris's. Uh, no, no, this, this is true. Uh, Kaiyu. Kaiyu. Oh, no. <laughs> Terrifying. <Kai> um, <laughs> No, a, a lot of like you know, like Saturday morning cartoonsy things. Um, uh, like uh, I don't know. There was shows. Yeah, recess. I mean, even before Dumb. that, like uh, recess. There was a lot of there was like what that show Centurions with the dudes with the oh yeah yeah uh, with the different like robot uh suits. Yeah, the that land, the up. air, the sea guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, SWAT cats. Oh, uh, SWAT cats, SWAT cats have giant monsters in it. SWAT cats have yeah. giant monsters in it. Yeah, uh, I don't know, Darkwing Duck, like that stuff. I don't know, like. You know, just not the the stuff that wasn't like outright violent. Although, even though thinking back of like Ninja Turtles, like all of them have weapons and none of them actually use their weapons yeah. because they would be too violent. They just kick and punch people. Um, but anyways, yeah, no, I had a sheltered, uh, you know, childhood. What have you? I made up for it later. I really like horror movies when people get ripped. Damn, apart I thought I, I, th I thought like my my parents were strict, being like old school. Oh no, no, no. Like, man, they, they let me watch Pirates and Ninja Turtles. <laughs> not until I was like eight. It was Damn. like it was like locked down. See, wow, my dad's from Canada, so anytime crazy. he saw me watching that, he's like, oh, what's on the news, bud? And I was like, oh, there's people killing each other again. He's like, okay. Okay. He thought America <laughs> was, he thought that was he thought, he thought the Power Rangers was the news. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what what incredible news. You would, Dad, Dad you would not believe what's happening in Angel Grove. Colorful warriors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good, dude. Uh, yeah, but um, and I would say like, one of my, my big first uh, kaiju games was was something in the arcade, right? Like uh, when I, when I was when I was a young warthog uh, in the '90s, you had roller skating rings, you had, you had you had parties and stuff like that, yep. and you had big old arcades. When I was People growing gathering. up, in, in yeah, but when I was growing up in in Miami, uh, in Miami, there was there was a big old spot, a really hot spot uh, to have your birthday and to hang out. It was called Hot Wheels. Um, and it was a, it was a roller skating rig, and they had a massive arcade, massive arcade. Any kid who was cool had your had your birthday there at Hot Wheels, wow. right? So you go to Hot Wheels and you see all the classic games. You had you had the the they had the Turtles, you had the Simpsons game, and you had one of my favorites, Primal Rage. Yes, yeah. absolutely oh, loved yeah. Primal Rage. Big old gigantic monsters and their worshippers on the ground <laughs> that you can bite and munch. Uh, and it was bloody too. It was <laughs> awesome. I remember for for one of my birthdays, I think I think at the time Mortal Kombat three was coming out, 
and uh and my parents were just like oh for your birthday do you want that like it's it's hot it's, it's selling everywhere but i had so much more fun playing Prim primal rays because i mean it's it's everything like a kid likes it's big old dinosaurs and monsters fighting each other and Mortal it's violent. Cool. I, I played i played one and two but like you, you got big dinosaurs and and these huge kaijus like like fighting each other I was like no i want that for my birthday so we, we ran around like looking for me finally <laughs> got a copy and it was awesome dude like i had that on my sega genesis and i played it all the time that game was fire. If you guys don't know Primal Rage, it's just big, dumb, kaiju fun. Uh, like, these these animals are basically gods. They have worshippers yeah. in the background. I think you can, like, like hit them and munch them and stuff, and it kind of, like, like depowers them a little it's bit. Got but, it's got fatalities. The best thing about that it's game. It's got fatalities. It's got combos. Oh. You, you can cross people up. Like, it's got the moves the best. Like, the best thing about that game for me is that the health bar is, like, veins. And yeah, when you, when you, like, when you kill your opponent, their heart explodes. Oh, like it was just like a, Dude, it was like a totally needless thing, but they threw it in. Bro, I remember kids like like doing combos like in the arcade and like in like and like other kids like putting quarters on the machine to like get their spot next and like getting up next. I remember this one kid. Uh, I remember I had a brother birthday party at Hot Wheels and like this this one kid was so good he stayed up on the arcade machine for for a while. Yeah. And uh, kids kept coming up to, to challenge him. I forgot which character he played, but he would do combos, cross people up. He was just this undefeated kid. He was always one of those kids of the arcade, and it was awesome. I was like, damn, I want this kid yeah. for a birthday. It's <laughs> awesome. But yeah, love, love Primal Rage. This game was so sick. Love it. Yeah. So yeah. what what do you guys think makes, like, the peak giant monster game? Is it a fighting game? Is it something else? Like, does it have to have another feel to it? There's got to be destruction. Is it is it yeah, just the environment World needs Tour. to be destroyed around it? Yeah, no, you got to be able to you got to be able to destroy the environment. Like it can't just be like the cool moves. It's you got to be able to throw someone through a building or throw yeah. a building through someone or throw a yes. building through someone. <laughs> yeah. Was it uh, was it uh the was the destroy all not destroy all monsters the melee the was that one is that it? yeah destroy, Godzilla destroy all monsters melee yep. um. Was that the one that you could throw a building through someone and like impale them for a few seconds? I don't know if you could impale them, but you could definitely pick up buildings and chuck them at them, and they might get. I remember that. I remember that. I feel like there was a game that you could. You do could that definitely clobber them the hard monsters. enough where they got stunned. Um, yeah. Hmm. So, but an impalement, I, I think, might be a bridge too far. I thought there was something that I thought there was a game that you could impale someone for a few seconds, like it would just disappear and they would would be stunned. But I made me think of something else. Yeah. I don't know, but I did play that game a, a, a fair amount too. Um, yeah, that's a that's a good piece of it um i mean is there anything else that you really need like it's it's all about the destruction like yeah. you got see i guess this is what happens when i don't watch power rangers as a child i'm like i want to just blow up all of these buildings <laughs> i, want to just games. I would like to be the bad guy not the tiny I person the in the guy. robot yeah i who is the real the real monster is man <laughs> um yeah i you know I kind of, I kind of wish that they would bring these things back, other than in like a Midway Arcade Classics pack. Like, they right. they tried to do a sort of weak, very weak pass at a Rampage reboot when the Rock movie was coming out. Um, yeah, not great, but they tried. So you know, good, good on them. There is a great level in um, the Ratchet in Ratchet and Clank. Some of some of the, those games have levels where Clank becomes like giant. He basically becomes kaiju size yes. and you just walk around the city and those levels freaking rule. Yeah. There's a giant monster level in Psychonauts that's a lot like that, which I really love when you're you're inside uh what is it? The lungfish and you're the the giant monster terrorizing tiny little monster people in Lungfishopolis. <laughs> So silly. Um, 
Yeah, you know, I feel like it's permeated a lot of things because so, you know, everything's derivative, but like Beautiful Joe, there's a giant monster fight at the end. Um, so many things. And I just want more. I feel like people need to appreciate large things that aren't just giant vampire women. Wait, did they have in the in Sim City, did they have um giant monster attacks? Disaster? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not I don't think in 2000, I think in one of the ones after that. Okay. Um, but they at least had alien invasions in SimCity 2000, which yeah. is always good. Yeah, I don't know. What we, Wonderful 101, same principle, fighting giant monsters. Super good game. Yeah. Oh, man. And in the chat, we're getting uh, Mech Warrior. Oh. Mech, Mech Warrior is like freaking great giant things fighting other giant things. Mech Warrior 2 is my jam. I feel like I rented that from Blockbuster like eight oh, times. God. <laughs> that armored Amazing. armored core i mean armored core we could we could straight Good up stuff. get to robot on robot violence but oh yeah i mean i guess the question uh do we want to be giant like monsters or giant robots this is a good question i mean i know mm. you can get both in some cases but what do you guys prefer i i feel like you have i would say giant monsters you have more of an excuse to break stuff if you're a bad guy that's true, but like being a first, per- like a first person in a giant like mech suit, is super. It's pretty rad. sweet. Although I guess you get to do uh, what's it's uh, Shadows of the Colossus at the when you you know the the final after you beat the final Colossus you become a Colossus and yeah, that mm. was that was pretty fun too. <laughs> yeah, I like I don't know third person is great and everything, but sometimes that first person like just looking down like everyone else is in SimCity, it's great. Yeah would recommend all right let's change gears a little bit in celebration of the holiday because i want to touch it however briefly we can the greatest april fool's pranks in video game history now i'm sure that we've all been tricked by a magazine before and i'm looking at you electronic gaming monthly don't think that you missed it or that i missed it in the (laughs) intro to this podcast all right they've got some of the most notorious hits of all time most prominently one I remember fondly because I tried it over and over and over again was that you could unlock Sonic and Tails in Super Smash Brothers Melee by doing Cruel Melee and beating 20 guys. And I got so good at the game, I did it. And it was a lie. <laughs> it was a ruse. Um, and they're also obviously infamous for you must defeat Sheng Long to continue. The old Street Fighter 2, there's a secret character that you oh. must be super extra perfect all about um i don't know what about you guys did you ever fall for one of these um i never did the only things i like that got me were the metal gear solid games man like you know the whole like hideo kind of fake outs and trip outs and stuff like that um nothing really like i I don't know like i was always too i guess cynical for (laughs) like the april fool shit but i always got you know freaked out or scared by you know metal gear solid 2 when like um the old general starts like freaking out like he's like turn your playstation off right now and i was like oh yep you got it you got it dude <laughs> like straight up panicked and i knew that was coming too because of the whole like mantis thing like i played through yeah. that but when he was like i need you to turn your playstation off right now and i was like oh <laughs> Raiden, like turn the game uh, off now yeah i'm like all right you got it it's off <laughs> And uh, I actually did turn the game off once and, you know, ended up uh, pushing myself back a little bit on the memory card. But, um, I don't get it. I keep I keep doing it and then I have to start all over again. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, that, that's it though i you know i didn't really get tricked out too bad i don't think um you know the one the the april fools that keeps getting me is i keep buying destiny so. <laughs> that's true that's true damn <laughs> happens yearly yeah yep i don't know if i've yeah i don't know if i've been like duped by them uh and the funny thing is like now at, we're at the point where sometimes the april fools thing like comes to life like obviously sonic the hedgehog is now a part of smash brothers yeah. which is really funny um, yeah. but i think like the most memorable one was um was it like 2014 or 2015 when google uh google maps put pokemon in it and it was like this is oh, kind of cool. fun we just scroll around and then like two years later we got pokemon go and it was they great. knew they were counting on it oh way to go some one company you know that one company like neontic was like saw that and was like yo there's a market for this we already got this other we already got this other game that no one's playing but what if we we know one person it? that was playing we don't know one my friend's playing i don't even remember the name of it crystal twitch thanks for hooking me up with that um but um <laughs> but yeah and they're like oh yeah we, we could just do this and we're going to basically bring about world peace <laughs> for like a solid two weeks where everyone was in harmony catching pokemon together with pokemon go amazing ingress that was the name of the antics other game Oh, also, it turns out the Pikmin game that they're working on uh, is there's it's in beta in um, I think Japan right now. Oh, so, soon, great. Anyway, not a hoax, not um, an imaginary story. Yeah. Uh, also, someone brought to my attention recently the um, <laughs> Assassin's Creed uh, for Connect for Xbox Connect uh, trailer. Um, would recommend watching it. It's friggin' hilarious. Huh. But a lot of these okay. things are just kind of funny, you know. Not necessarily like, oh, you got me. Yeah. You got me good. Love it. All right. How about you, Sergio? Uh, I haven't really been like gotten got by one of them. There was there was one recently where uh <laughs> Am I the only one on this <laughs> show dumb enough to have been pranked by a magazine? Yes. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, you are. Maybe yeah, you, you are. know I can't <laughs> read, so I can't look at a magazine. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, the most one recently where uh, everyone is still looking for for graphics cards. So there was a there's a buddy of mine who always like like keeps us in the know about if stuff might be available. So he just like sent us a link, and we're just like, oh, it was something about like, uh, um, oh yeah, the the Evergreen, the gigantic freighter that was stuck in the Suez Canal. Oh, there was oh. there was uh, there was a fake but real looking tech story that there was uh nvidia cards like the, the new nvidia cards that were like there was like millions of them or, or like thousands of them like on on that freighter so they're being released and like nvidia was gonna like like s s sell them for like like percentage off because they were slightly damaged or something like that and i was just like oh slightly slightly <laughs> damp <laughs> video wait cards. a minute you know what's yeah. really funny about that ship is that um <laughs> in in rust right you walk up to a vehicle right it tells you to push it so you can like get it unstuck Somebody took a picture of the, the the evergreen that was stuck, and um, one of the Rust like YouTubers was just like, "Has anybody tried this yet?" And it just <laughs> walked up, and just says "push" next to it. <laughs> so good. But then, like a day later, it was out. So it it worked. Yeah. Good suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> okay. All right. So maybe not a magazine, but something. You've never fallen for the the kid in the schoolyard. I got an uncle that works in Nintendo. I got an in on Pika Blue. No, that was me. You were that kid? <laughs> I was that kid. <laughs> he was, he he was, was that kid. Why am I doing Naturally, a podcast like, with a bunch of schoolyard bullies? You're driving me crazy. <laughs> oh, man. 
I didn't have not for video games, but I did have some kid tell me about a few movies that I thought weren't couldn't possibly come out. Um, Free Willy two and Jurassic Park two, um, both of which it, clearly his dad or something or someone he knew like worked in the industry because he was like, dude, this is gonna be a Free Willy two where there's an oil spill. I was like, yeah, bull. He's like, yeah, and there's Jurassic Park two where they go back to the island to get to bring a T Rex. There's yeah. an oil spill, and I was like that's no that's not true and then like within two years both of those movies came out and i was like oh shit <laughs> he was right all but along. i couldn't give him props i'd already moved away so i was like uh well <laughs> on you, yeah you will never he'll know. have to live with the knowledge that that he imparted onto others that he he, he leaked a movie before it ever happened cursed with knowledge, he's probably so. i thought he was he probably great. has like a career at like variety or something now just just <laughs> spoiling everything for everyone just in the second, <laughs> in the wow, second case, grade, just digging up these leaks. I, I may know us. I may have a similar story about a person who may have also had an industry insider family. It's, listen, there. I I had a rough time growing up, being spoiled for things and being easily duped, and you know, I, I'm not proud. I'm not proud. Casey, I'm going to send you so many emails. <laughs> so many. There's so I, many I, I, Nigerian princes. There are all these like. I love how there were all these like like children just getting jobs because like their parents are working in the industry like 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 Megan McCain yeah just like just just mechanning their way into like variety and like the movie industry. it's one it's one Listen, big rift I would do the same thing <laughs> let's be honest oh hundred percent oh hundred percent but like but like unlike Megan McCain you would actually have talent nice. she's got a talent well, it for a what bad I try, what I try to get into Ooh. yeah. Wow, this got dark. Yeah, real dark. Um, this got real dark. Video games. Video games. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, listen, I got, I got wrapped up in in dumb crap when I was a kid. I was like the the Tomb Raider nude code, the code for turning on the violence in the Super Nintendo version of Mortal Kombat. Like I was, I was roped into all of it, man. Like everything I read, I'm Damn. like, wow, this has got to be real because I read it on a in a magazine. You know, I read it. I read it in a magazine. magazine. You know, <laughs> they wouldn't lie in print. They, yeah, that's libel. <laughs> like, come <laughs> on, they couldn't do that. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. I, I think I just part of me wanted to believe it was true that you know you could see really like totally sweet polygonal boobs in 1997. That really gets your really gets your jimmies rustled when you're a, when you're a youth. And in terms of the playground gossip, I don't know, man. It was weird. It was a weird time to be alive. You know, everybody's like, yeah, I want the infinite life code. But it's like, I heard a rumor in a magazine about girls. I don't know. All right. It's great. It's very disconcerting silence. Can we cut? Can we cut this, please? <laughs> it'll be it'll be on the, it'll be on the live not. version forever. But, you know, we could cut it. Well, yeah, it's great. All right, Definitely so not. I guess this is staying in. <laughs> so now we got to bring it home. If have you ever tricked somebody else? I will. I'm gonna start with this one because I did convince one of my managers um, when I worked retail that it was my last day because I was interviewing for a job at another store, and she was on vacation for like a week and a half and came back, and I convinced her that that was going to be my last day. <laughs> um, and oh, it was wonderful. Um, and I, I actually still have a video of this. Of there was supposed to be a big, you know, when you're leaving for the, the last time, there's supposed to be like a big to do, but everyone just like went about their business and ignored her, trying to get everyone to like, you know, clap yeah. out. And it was super <laughs> uncomfortable. And then a buddy walked behind me uh, 
playing the friggin' Rickroll uh, Never Gonna Give You Up song, and it was great. And I showed her a text that I had sent immediately after I had talked to her uh, to one of my coworkers saying, hey, can we convince our manager that today is my last day? And he was like, I'm on it. And we got everyone in on it. It was great. The greatest thing I've ever done to this day. Wow. <laughs> Let's hear it. What else you guys got? Um, uh, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, I don't know if I can. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I could beat that. Um, I mean, I somehow managed to finagle my way through college with at least eight dead grandparents. Um, oh, I mean, that's kind of a mortifying. Grit. This episode is so dark. Yeah, it got real dark real fast. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I'm constantly like looking for new ways to grift, and the only way, you know, that prevents me from being i assume a criminal um is that my girlfriend generally keeps me in line because all of my cons are your classic two-man con um and she refuses to be my second man in the con (laughs) like i know a place where for charity um you can you can ride horses like they let you ride horses the only thing is is that you have to have like a disability and my girlfriend loves horses, so I'm like, okay, this will be a great date. Like, we could, you know, we could find a way to sneak our way in and, you know, ride horses for the day. It would be great. And she's like, you're, t- okay, let me just walk it back here. For my birthday, you want to pretend to be disabled so we can ride horses and thus prevent other people from riding those horses that same day. And I'm like, you know, when you put it like that, it really makes me sound like a horrible human being. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, that was, uh, Hmm. not my finest hour, but also to my credit, I didn't really think about it at all. So the the joke was, yeah, the joke was on me. There was absolutely (laughs) zero planning. Uh, and honestly, I'm kind of grateful that it didn't work out. Yeah. Um, so my old man is like one of the greatest April fool foolish people that I've ever known. Uh, and he used to get me every year by saying, Hey bud, bud, get up. There's a gigantic snowstorm. You don't have to go to school. I'd jump off. I'd be super excited. And then I'd look outside and it's like, you know, it's, it's spring. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, go get ready. You got to go to school. Um, so he'd always get me with that, but I inherited that ability from him. And now I'm a, I'm, I'm a troll on the internet not like a nasty one but through this podcast by you know referring to full metal alchemist all the time um the worst anime of all time you're you're done um (laughs) i'm gonna throw a tree through you so that's fine um a couple years ago my nephew watched a documentary where there was kids in japan who um you know were, were finishing up their day in school and they started cleaning the classroom and this is a real thing uh, this is a real thing in almost every country except for the United yep. States where the children are taught to do chores and clean up and respect the environment that you work in. And it's actually a really good thing. Um, my nephew, who was probably like eight or nine at the time, maybe younger, um, who's like just getting into like loving to play Xbox like as soon as he got home. He was like, he saw that and he goes, that's awful. That's horrible. Like, why would you ever um like make kids clean up you know what i mean like he doesn't get it because he's an american and his mom did everything for him um so i partnered with my sister and i was like listen we have to tell him that um like the public schools out here are saw that documentary as well and they're also going to you know adopt this 
this practice and all kids starting tomorrow are going to start cleaning up after school. I have it on video. I'll end up like stitching it together and, and, you know, putting it out there at one point. But, um, I convinced him for a while that it was happening and he's like, well, how long is it going to be? I'm like, it's only going to be like four or five hours of cleaning, bud. It's not going to be long. <laughs> and he just starts like, just getting like, oh, like you could hear his voice start cracking and stuff like that. Oh, no. He like, he sits down on the steps where I was telling him and he like puts his like hands on his chest and he's like on his chin rather. And he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. He's like, I'm going to, when am I going to have time to play? And I was like, what play Xbox? <laughs> you know and i called him out on it he goes i'll play and hang out with my mom and i was like (laughs) all right bud i was like you know i don't know ask her and he yells down to her she confirms that this is happening and then he looks back at me he looks back at her and he's like you guys are kidding right and i'm like cracking at this point like i couldn't hold it in any longer i had him going for a solid like four minutes and he just immediately runs away and just starts crying (laughs) like i caught him caught him on video crying he's pissed at me he didn't talk to me for like a week it was well worth. It was well worth the child tears. So. Good God, the it's child so tears. Dark. So mean. Yeah. Um, I real quick, I gotta tell you the best prank that's ever been pulled on me. Um, was my mom as a child, because she had poured me a glass of of orange juice, and um, it was the end of the orange juice, and so I may have told the story before. Um, and when she was like going to go rinse it out before putting it in recycling, I didn't. I I was curious. I was like, Mom, is that is that bottle glass or is it plastic my mom knowing the answer but decided she was going to teach me a real world lesson goes well let's find out and then she spiked it at the ground (laughs) me thinking it might have been glass friggin (laughs) jumped out of my chair and i swear to god now that's the real reason i'm in therapy that's the way is because my mom did that to me um but to this day it's the funniest friggin thing anyone has ever done to me and i was like good on you mom (laughs) we're we're gonna find out that chris has the best stories yeah no kidding apparently apparently uh yeah. yeah well here's hoping that you and home uh haven't had the the old prank of any of that you've heard above with that we're gonna wrap it up here at button smash and as always thank you for watching you know where you can catch us pretty much wherever podcasts are sold we're here thursday nights roughly 9 p.m you know where to find us twitch.tv slash we are rogue matter thank you for coming everyone And we'll see you next time, or we'll see you another time.